All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Bartlett spinning the one and twos, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka, all right, established in 1938, that's right, let me get the year right, they have uncompromising spirit, it's the kind they believe that turns players into icons, it's 100% grain to glass, Stoli Vodka also controls the entire production process, so there's no room for maybe, you know, keep in mind, their starting lineup includes the iconic premium, cucumber, vanilla raspberry, and blueberry, so it doesn't matter whether it is a cucumber bloody Mary or vanilla espresso martini, Stoli Vodka brings you uncompromising quality and flavor to your favorite cocktail. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so before we dive into some of these over-unders for the next three teams we're trying to get out of the way today, um, I wanted to – because, you know, Dante tweeted yesterday, and it, and that's the first I really heard about it, but um, about the uh, Spurs' 50th anniversary season, and the and it's a goal to try to pack 60000 in the dome. Then – when I was on my computer last night, then I got the actual media email from Spurs Sport and Entertainment. I'm like, man, I changed the email like twice. How'd y'all get it? I'm like, I'm not even the media. <laughs> like, I'm not even the one that goes down there. But I started reading it. And they were like, yeah, 60,000 were going. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, and I knew this was legit, and it's a national televised game because I saw the four-letter network, you know, talking about the early – matchups in the NBA to circle in the calendar and they had this one coming to the dome and they did say hey, the Spurs 50th anniversary season look I'm going to stick to this I to me I just feel there's two things I'm like you know the 50th anniversary I hate that the team for the national standpoint I hate that the team is where it's at competitive wise and what the transition that they're going through to fall in their 50th anniversary season because in that 50th anniversary there's five titles it deserves to be celebrated um but i don't know about making it public that we're really going for the record to pack the dome based off of the participation of the locals going to the AT&T Center. Um, I feel that it's one of those situations to where it's it, it goes to, like, it, first of all, look at, look at the opponent. It's Golden State. It's the Warriors. Yeah. So you had to schedule the defending champions on the day that you're going to try to go for this record, okay? Number two, now you're telling me, I don't know if it was in the media, you know, blitz that they sent out, but you've got, you've heard that there's bobble night, there, there's bobblehead night as well on this? Not on that night, no. Okay. Throughout the season. Okay, throughout the season, but that's another one of those to celebrate the 50th anniversary. How can we get people to come buy tickets Okay, even though that they can't tell you the 12 men on this roster, but if we bring back Bobble Night for who are these like part of the big three? I feel like haven't we haven't they done this before? Bobblehead Night for like Mono or Tim? Haven't we already done this? I mean, you do Bobblehead Night every year. 
usually around your starting five. But this year, it's going to kick off uh, the, the, the giveaways that they've announced so far. Opening night, October 19th, uh, Manu, they're going to celebrate him going into the Hall of Fame. So he's going to have that new attachment to his banner up in the rafters uh, with his number, and there's going to be a limited edition uh, uh, Manu Hall of Fame t-shirt. Every fan in attendance, not the first 15,000 in the door, every fan in attendance is going to get the shirt. So that's to start the season. Then you get to uh, Monday, November 7th, Origins Night. They're going to be doing uh, George Gervin bobbleheads. And I hope it's the Iceman poster, but in bobblehead form. Okay, keep going. All right. Uh, Friday, December 2nd, 1999 Championship Night. Okay. David Robinson uh, bobblehead. Okay. You've got I get a 2003, it. I get it. 2005, I get it. 2007. I get it. Man, we ain't got to promote their whole uh, special day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They ain't paying my black ass no money. So I, I, they ain't gotta, I, I mean, I ain't got to promote nothing they do. Let me get back to my point I'm trying to basically say. Sure. If they, first of all, I'm on the record, I'm taking an under. I don't think they can hit 60. And if they do, it's going to be on steroids. They're going to have to come up with some other promotions that day. They already gave you goals. And first of all, who really like nobody? Look, I'm born and raised here, 45 years old. Nobody enjoyed going to see a basketball game at the Alamo Dome. It was a piece of cement that was built and lied to us from the former Mayor Henry Cisneros, if you build it, they'll come. We'll get an NFL team. Nobody really like. I mean, sixty thousand. And the thing is, the fact that that's what they got maybe what two national televised games this year, and you're going to put that one on TV against the Warriors. And the thing is, now that you made it public, and the four letter networks talking about it nationally. It's going to really look real nasty. It's going to look ugly like Greg Oden if you tune in nationally. And that bowl down there, you got a big-ass uh, dome that can fit 60. And then you see a, a, just a bunch of confetti and just a bunch of blue seats. I don't want that for us. I just think pipe it down because at the end of the day, there's no evidence that show me. In my opinion, I don't believe this is not that town. I don't believe 50 anniversary of this organization and celebrating is enough to get people the way this team is right now to get 60,000 people in that dome without bringing some other promos to boot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got to hope that they would, at least for that kind of night, roll back the court. Back to, you know, roll back, uh, give out towels. Maybe roll back pricing to 1996. That was a 12-inch Subway sandwich, and you got two free tickets in 94. You might hit 65000 at that When they were playing through the Dome before 99, you could get in to watch a Spurs game if you ordered a number four combo from Subway. That's pretty much what it was. And, ooh, you're telling me towels. Oh, yeah, I'll sit in 35 traffic for that. I mean, come on. I just, I have no problem with them celebrating it. It needs to be celebrated. The history of this franchise is five titles. But I don't know why we're trying to go Babe Ruth and call our shot for 60000 a dome when we can't even get 7000 in the last two years in the AT&T Center. I'm telling you, man, it's starting to get like the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm starting to hear conversations in the second row during basketball games. And baseball, you, some of the times you tune into the Rays, you can hear what the guy's talking about to sit behind home plate. 
damn, I told her I was going to call her back. It's just that's quiet because there's no one there. 60000 to get in the dome. Okay. All right. 1-800. That's all. I'm on the record. If they get it, I'll say, wow. And maybe I'll piss people off enough. Well, we'll show him. Let's show up. Start a rally. Go bring y'all's ass there. Because I got to see it. This ain't that town. Cleveland Browns were getting their ass kicked and not winning any games years back and going for a Detroit Lions record. And there were people showing up. That's a different type of. That's a sports town. Different sport, the, the, I mean, a, a different sport, but still, my point is you've got to be loyal to really support when it's like, hey, I don't care. I'm the, I need to go to. We're not there. We're never going to be there. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I've always preached down there. We're not. This is not a sports town. We're more front runners. You know, when everything's going good. Hey, hey, let's go now. We like winners. We're spoiled. So at the end of the day, I just my whole point, the moral of that segment, they should be piping it down. If you hit it, great. Let the PA guy come in and say, we have a new attendance record. Congratulations. Not having a bunch of people show up from different networks and the full internet, TNT, like, hey, we're here for 50. Where is everybody? We're pushing for 60. They're going to have to have a telethon. Somebody's going to have to be on like, hey, call up. We're short. Reach in those pockets. Come out. Get in front of the TV. Come on. And we've got to get into that Bally's blackout situation talk possibly too. That ain't for today, but we'll get into that too because they trust me. They might be forcing your ass to have to go something. No, screw it. Black it out. we got to get some of these tickets sold. Anyway, 1-800-707-9760. All right. Over under. Yesterday, if you didn't tune in, too bad. Go download the podcast. We took care of the uh, Cardinals, Falcons, and the Ravens. Today, our next three, starting off with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. I'm very high on this team. As we speak right now, today is August the 18th. This could change by the end of August, early September, when I do my official picks, but I doubt it. They are my representation for the AFC uh, this year in the Super Bowl in the Big Toaster in Arizona. I think that's where it's at. Um, and they're coming in at 11 and a half on the total minus 155 and under 11 and a half is plus 125. Okay. For y'all out there that don't know about that plus 125, whatever you lay down a hundred bucks, you get 125. If you took the under 11 and a half, I'm going over. I'm going over. I believe this is not a team that, right. that, that there's not a team that's going to read their clippings and all that because they haven't proved they haven't accomplished anything. You know my theory about having your heart broke. Well, they've had their heart broke twice in a row, and you can't get your heart broke any more than they did in Arrowhead last year. And they played that game like 15, 20 times this offseason on the NFL Network. Had to change the rules. Yeah, and they changed the rules. They will be focused. This will be this. There's only one thing. In my opinion, that keeps the Buffalo Bills from hosting the Lombardi Trophy this season. And that is still not having a running game. Now, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't remember everything, but I believe they got my man Cook out of Georgia, right? They, they got Cook over there, and they, they grabbed him in the later rounds in Buffalo to running back. Look, he should have one of those rookie seasons. I mean, because you cannot have Josh Allen to keep going and all that. This is That's the only thing in injuries. Other than that, they should be hosting the bar. They damn sure should win the AFC. Now, I'm not going to say without a doubt. I'm not saying this is a runaway. They are loaded. They're a good team. They're a good team, and they're not that old either. 
they're they're a good team. I got that over. So with all that said, I'm taking eleven and a half over. What do you got, Jones? Oh man. I eleven and a half. I Come on, I only rambled on for three minutes to give you time to even think about this. I know, but it's uh it's still one of those I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the under. I think there's gonna be some times where maybe they get humbled. Well, everybody gets humbled on a Sunday, Thursday, and Monday, Jonas, in the International Football Yeah, League. but but this is, I mean, this is bullseye on your back. This is everything. And this is, this is contract year for Josh Allen. I mean, he got, I'm saying he got paid. He got right? paid. He's taking care of. So now it's time to perform. I'm not 100% sure on that 11 and a half. I'm going to go under. Well, I'll tell you one thing. They didn't get there last year because of Josh, because of Josh Allen. It wasn't because of him. You know, Bartlett. I'm I'm with you. I'm taking the over. Yeah, they took, like you said, they took uh, James Cook in the second round from Georgia. And Josh Allen, to me, just does not seem like that type of guy that's like, all right, I got paid. I'm just going to do my own thing. That that dude's a competitor. Yeah. So, it again, it all depends on his health as long as he can stay healthy. But now that they have at least a workhorse running back, maybe it takes a little bit of the load of him running a lot, uh, trying to make things happen. I, I'm right there with you. I think okay. they are definitely going to go go yeah. hard against the Chiefs this year. I, 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 I smell tw- if if they if there's injuries in football. I'm not talking about an offensive lineman, a linebacker. I'm talking about injuries to Josh Allen, to Diggs, Von Miller, one of their starting corner. I'm talking about a significant done for the inj- uh, season injury. Other injuries will come, and even with that, I just feel this is a 12 and five football team at worst. What's my action on that again? For, you're, if for, you're for taking, you're going to get plus one twenty five. If you're taking the under, you take you plus one twenty five. You ain't got no juice on that because the favorite is them to go over at minus one fifty five. Moving, gonna, might take a trip to to Vegas somewhere on okay. that. Okay, moving on. The next one up is the Carolina Panthers. Okay, just named Baker Mayfield starting quarterback. Both of these guys were the first two quarterbacks taken in the draft just a few years ago. Um, one thing I know with Matt Rule, he's on the hot seat. I mean, this is his third year. I'm not saying it's fair. That's just a reality in the climate we live in in the NFL. Um, they're going to play defense. I mean, remember, his first draft, he drafted all defensive players. We hadn't seen that since the Cleveland Browns did it back in the 80s. Um, you know, is it Anderson over there, the receiver? I mean, yeah, Robbie, Anderson. Robbie, he's had a change of heart. Well, you know, I tweeted that about Baker, but I'm cool, man. Hey, man, I was wrong. I mean, he did. Okay, Anderson, you got no damn he's story. That's also changed how he spells out. his name. Okay. They're coming in right now at six and a half total wins. Minus 105 for the under, minus 125 at over six and a half. Haven't looked at their schedule. I haven't looked at all of these schedules, to be honest with you. But um, the division they play in, you know, we we don't know what the situation is with Tom and Tampa. Um, I've told you I'm high on the Saints in that division. I mean, that comes down to hell, too, and Jameis Winston. They've got a lot of toys wide receiver-wise. Yeah, I see Michael Thomas' ass showed up ahead of Tom. Yeah, you see who they drafted out of Ohio State, and you've seen that first. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm ready. Man, whatever, man. You sold out last year on Sean Payton. I'm going to wait to have this till July. He's in my doghouse, man. He's going to have to have a hell of a season. He's going to have to help our brother Jameson out for me to get out of my doghouse. Six and a half. I am going to go over. 
defense is going to lead this team. And really, this this first of all, this is a very low number. I mean, this is Vegas is telling you the guys in the desert are telling you this is going to be a 500 team at best. That's what they're setting that line and telling you. But what I'm telling you is this really here. If you're really going to Vegas, the Mandalay Bay, or you're going offshore, the bottom line is, is that what this bet, when you put that down, what you really are betting on is Christian McCaffrey. Is he going to make it more than 12 or 13 games this season? That's what it comes down to. If Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. Now, you had a camp fight with a fan. Something happened in Carolina last night. I didn't read the story all the way, but somehow, if he can stay healthy and Baker Mayfield just does not screw this thing up, Anderson can get you some plays here and win it on defense, they can get to eight, they can get eight wins. I think they can get seven, eight wins. Matt Rule has to. Or unless Baker's going to be starting with a whole new coaching staff, he has to. And I'm telling you, it's not fair, but there is a shadow. There is a shadow covering over any coach that is on the hot seat or that is shaky, and his name is Sean Payton. Every French, if you root for a team that has a coach in his third or fourth year and y'all miss the playoffs, has been up and down, he's coaching with that pressure. We keep calling, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the leader of it, but we keep talking about, you know, Dallas and Sean and, you know, Mike McCartney. No. Carolina could be in this for Sean Payton. Matt Rule knows that they're winning on defense. I'm going over. Jonas? Uh, rapid fire, over. Bartlett? Uh, I'm going under, but it's only by the half. I think six. You think six, so the hook is what saves you right there. Yeah. Going under. Well, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's, it should be – I mean, like I said, they should be scrappy. I mean, that's going to be must-see TV week one. You know, I, I mean, Baker, somebody just got to be with him on Saturday night and make sure he falls asleep because he ain't going to be able to sleep, okay? Thought about waking up feeling dangerous. He's going to want to kill somebody out of his sleep on that game. They're going to have to control his emotions. I probably wouldn't have named him the starter this early, to be honest with you, but you got to, you know, keep up with other guys in the camp. Listen to the Sports Grind presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.
Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett Spitter, the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Sports Grind being presented by Dos Equis and broadcasting from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Um, okay, so we've got the Bears to get to, uh, but before that, I'm seeing... Here it comes through Facebook Live. Because, see, now I'm in a newer studio now. Now, for one, um, my phone with Internet's better. Then now I can really see sometimes if I'm just looking up at the uh, flat TV screen on the wall, I can just go ahead and see um, y'all's comments. So, Michael Figueroa, shocking. Like, I should have the over and under. Like, Calvin says something negative about the Spurs. Does Michael, can he get to his phone any faster? Michael Figueroa, dude hating on Ace SA and not being a sports town. Then WTF, what are you doing radio here for? Dude's always negative. First of all, Michael, let me address you this way. I mean, I'm born and raised here, been here all my life. But second of all, you should be glad that I decided to do radio here, you know, put breath in the game about 17 years ago. I had one sports station in town at that time. And we had guys on radio that were credible that do nightly news that was spinning a topic for a wheel. So while I was pitching security systems in the hood. You better be glad that something happened, like, like a raindrop came along. You know what? I have a better calling. So that'll answer your question for that, Michael. And two, it's not hating on the city. It's telling the truth. Okay? It's telling the truth. The bottom line is, is that California, people love going to California. California, you know, I mean, well, with that governor now, the way last, I don't know. They ain't no sports town. Okay? People love, how many times you hear people, oh, I got to get to South Beach. How many times you hear Stephen A. Smith, oh, yeah, I hope the heat make the final. I got to go to South Beach. People love going to Miami, Florida. That ain't no sports town. So maybe you need to look up what a definition true of a sports town is and you wouldn't think of it just negative. You just mad because I'm telling you the truth about what the reality of it is. And that's just what it is. It doesn't mean we don't support our teams. I mean, hell, man, I go back from the Hemisphere Arena day. We got fans here, but the thing is, when through thick and thin, like, no, I've got to go do that. And that's just not that that's just not who the city's been. And there's nothing wrong with that. I always bring it up as a factor of why certain things are and a factor when I sit here and it's publicly known that we're trying to pack 16 in the dome and maybe they do it. I'm just saying it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of gimmick. I guarantee you a promo is going to be added before we get to January 13th. Michael Spars is checking in here at Twitter. And he says, I'm going to the Alamo Alamo Dome game. They'll have to, he says, if I'm going to an Alamo Dome game, they'll have to bring Chicharito in, Julio Cesar Chavez in, and a Selena hologram for the halftime show. Wow, Esparza. <laughs> oh, what do you got to say about that, Figueroa? Oh, why is it so negative? No, man, it's just the truth. And first of all, I think we need to put the hologram stuff to rest. 
that's kind of creepy and disturbing to me. You didn't like the Harry Carey one the other day for the. I uh, heard about that, and then like the Dreams Tupac game. one at Coachella a few years. I just don't know about that, man. You know, technology sometimes in this country and around the world, we just technology is kind of the root of all evil. You know, like we get advances stuff, technology, social media. You know, if we didn't have social media, I, Michael would have to call in and say that. You Which know, you can. But the, the the thing is this. Let's get back to this. But that's the, that's the whole thing. It's nothing wrong. Like, we're passionate. There's five titles in this city. I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It, 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 being a sport doesn't mean like, oh, y'all don't know sport. You suck. No, I did a sports show because, like, it passed with sports and it beats clocking in anywhere. You should try it sometime. But anyway, keeping it moving. The Bears. Speaking of Selena. And that's, I don't know why it got me thinking of that, but uh-huh. I've got, probably tomorrow, I've got to talk about this uh, Netflix series that AC made me watch, Trainwreck, about Woodstock. I, I finished watching it. I, I've, got to, I've got to comment on something with that, but that may be tomorrow. Okay, the Bears. They're in action tonight preseason. What does the desert have? The desert has the Bears total. Talked about in the first hour. I don't think they've addressed the offensive line. Um... The receiving core is in. They're running back. They lost him for a year, the year a month ago. He got hurt before camp even started. And the OTAs, I think it was. Vegas has them at six. Minus 145 for the under and plus 115 for the over. So you get a little, you know, credit back if you were at Mandalay Bay in Vegas putting a bet down and you got those odds at plus 115. Uh, but you play a little juice at the 145. I'm going under. Or this is going to be a push or this is going to be under. I, I have them probably six wins. I think their defense, and keep in mind, they've got the Roquan situation going on. You know, he wants out of there so bad. He got a brother representing him. They ain't even licensed to be an agent. The, the NFL don't even want to talk. You probably, hey, man, I ain't got no agent. What are you talking about, Roquan? <laughs> man, I don't give a damn, man. Just pick up the phone tell him I want out. Okay, NFL. I say, don't talk to that guy. He's not part. He's not licensed of NFLPA. Don't talk to him. So you got the Roquan Smith situation. And let me tell you something. They got to trade him. That defense is gonna take a step back. Vic ain't walking through them doors anymore. Now Uberfist, Uberfleece, or whatever how do you pronounce the name from the Colts, Uberfest. He. I mean, I think he's respected defensively. Wise Colts turned the Colts nation turned it back on him. But he's a defensive guy. They got a defensive head coach. And that's a head scratcher, man. You drafted Justin Fields in the first round. Why are you going to get a defensive-minded head coach? I know it's Chicago, but still, those are things that make you say, scratch your head and say, hmm. And ownership's like, yeah, do you know how much they're going? Do you know how much you have to pay them coaches, Calvin? We don't pay. That's why we stuck with defense. I'm going under, man. This is a push or under on Chicago. What do you got, Jonas? I think it's a strong under, actually. Uh, you know, when you when you take a, take the team and then you look at the schedule – Maybe you get the Falcons, get the Lions, Giants is iffy, Texans is iffy. That 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 that's that's those are the worst teams that they're playing. I mean, I think it's a pretty solid under. 
And I'm just going to pray for uh, Justin Fields because I, I know how this goes because he's he's in a situation where the narrative could really switch on him. Oh, did they make a mistake? Oh, he's a bust. Oh, those Ohio State quarterbacks, they don't never pan out to anything. 12-gauge setup. Hold on, man. Look at that line. Let me tell you something. Mr. Biscay, when he had some time to throw the other day, I don't give a damn. It was against second, third straight. He looked like he delivered the ball. When he got in preseason in Buffalo where they didn't really play Josh Allen last year, okay, when he was with Brian Dable, he could make some throw. It's their offensive line that they neglected. Bartlett? Uh, I, I'm going over. Uh, wow. I think, honestly, they could get seven, maybe eight, because, I, I mean, you still have the Texans in there. Like Jonah said, the Giants. So that, that's two wins in my eyes. Uh, I'm, I've never been high on Kirk Cousins. I think Minnesota is vastly overrated. And – Good old cardboard Carson in, in Washington. I, I'm not a believer in him cardboard either. Carson. So I, there, there's a couple of games there that I think that they can pick off easily, and then barring an injury to the other team, might surprise. So okay. I, I'm, I'm going over. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Bart. Uh, that's a good take. I'll tell you one thing. We're not going to do it today, and I don't even know what it is. But before in two weeks, when we start week zero on college, I ain't doing the college season. Never do. But I'm getting the over and under for you for your your, your burnt orange before we get started. I'm gonna put you. I want you on the record to see. We'll so do. you got some time to think about that. <laughs> but before we get to week zero, I'm gonna put you on the record to see what this record is gonna be for burnt orange. I'm gonna look at what they win total is for the season in that Big Twelve. One eight hundred. 707-9760. All right. So some other things, uh, notes to uh, get to. Um, there was a few more things in the NFL uh, before we move on uh, from that that I wanted to touch on. Oh, yes. Ursay, speaking of the Colts, the owner of the Colts, came out today, this morning, and said, we're set for generation of greatness. And Matt Ryan could possibly not just win, win us multiple Super Bowls. Hey, man, look, somebody get Ursay, like somebody in his family, they need to do something like they did Jerry with like in the draft room and stuff. Like take the mic away. Like Ursay getting old, like Ursay, stop it. Shut up, man. You did that SI article years ago. The only black coach to ever win a Super Bowl, hell, to even coach in the Super Bowl, Against Lovey Smith. Football guy just say, hey, if they're going to make it, we're going to put them both here against each other. Let's just get it over with, man. We're going to let them get there. Both of them. And you're going to sit there and say, hey, I understand Peyton Manning, you know, we're not into Star Wars numbers. Andrew Luck is going to give it. We want to win multiple Super Bowls. This guy has been predicting greatness for Super Bowls ever since Peyton had the next surgery. And he's been predicting and predicting and pretty much going through quarterbacks. And quarterbacks. Hush up, man. This is the same. Like, he runs me the wrong way. He's, first of all, he's a trust fund baby. His daddy owned the team. When Elway tell him, no, thank you. I'll play for the Yankees. Change history. Could you imagine? Okay. See, see, Michael Figueroa, you could have got maybe Colts radio down here instead of Denver for the last day. Just how history goes. But stop it, Ursay. This is the same guy owner. We want to talk about five million for Deshaun. Keep in mind, Ursay's had a mugshot. Ursay's the only owner, owner. First of all, oh, my phone got hacked. Two o'clock in the morning. Shot right there of a female. I'm, I'm telling you, it's like somebody's only fans got hacked account. That's what you saw. Oh, it was it was hacked. 
Nothing from the NFL. This is the same guy that has a mugshot that got pulled over that had $50,000 in cash on him in a briefcase at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I, I still today believe it was looking for hottie flight services and stuff. Might run around with that kind of cash and limo. And this guy steady comes out, Darius. Stop it. Win the AFC South first. They've lost the A. I think Tennessee's won the AFC South the last two years in a row. And, and one of the weakest divisions in football, a division that the Colts used to dominate. And they've lost it two years in a row. I'm tired of this guy making comments. This is the reason why they put up runner up banners in the dam in Indy. Oh, we finished second in the division. Hang it up. That's why Payton don't even come around there anymore, man. That's why he's got like five houses in Colorado and like a hundred Papa John's up there, whatever the hell he's invested in. Ursay gets on my nerves, man. He does. What you got? Just that, uh, you know, trying to do a San Antonio thing and speak it into existence. The Spurs can speak 60,000 into existence and Ursay can speak a generation of greatness into existence. Speak a lottery win into existence. Hey man, let me tell you something. To get, 60, about there's close, to, get, huh? to get to get sixty in the dome, they're gonna have to put a page out over the Tigers. They're gonna have to go way back. They're gonna have to bring disco night. And trust me, this city they do it. Nothing modern, nothing in the hot top twenty hip hop or nothing. You know, they'll get somebody from this. This is the same one. Just about three, I think it was five or maybe three New Year's Eve ago. They went and got Pat Benatar. Pat ben- I ain't seen or heard of Pat Benatar before she showed up here since the time that basically I was flipping channels at MTV News when they played videos back in the damn 80s. Pat Benatar. So they will. They got to get disco night going. 50 cent beer night. They're going to have to do something like that. Because let me tell you, it's going to be about 25, 30,000 Golden State fans in there. They're going to help out. Hell, Steve Kerr might even say, hey, man, look, I want to ring with this team twice. Can we get some flights down here to help them out? But this is pop, man. We can't make, we can't have a lower bowl like that. I guarantee you there is a promotion coming attached to this before we get to January 13th. For sure. Okay. 1-800-707-9760. We talked about the college. I did mention that the PAC 12 is set to lose $13.3 million since USC and UCLA bolted, but you're hearing that now there could be a change of heart or something's like, you know, not so fast UCLA, you know, leaving. What are you hearing with that? Well, just trending on Twitter right now within the last, oh, 20 minutes or so. Um, the college board, the University of California college boards out there are looking to readjust their rules. Oh, my God. About the control and power that universities and campuses have to make decisions on their own because this is, this is going to be a huge impact. I mean, you've talked about the millions of dollars already about USC and UCLA moving to the big 10. Now they're trying to, and, and, and the attempt would be to, to put this in place in September and then before, and, and they haven't officially joined, of course, like the, 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 PR, you know, the, the press releases, everything are already out there. Gosh. But they might be able to come back in September and say, okay, well, you're not officially in the Big Ten yet, so we're going to go ahead and nix this. Man, this is the significant other saying like, man, you've had the divorce papers for like a month now. Can you sign them? This ain't what's best for the kids. I'm not doing it. 
They want to leave. And if it costs you $13.3 million, i got to clean house. If, I, if I'm down in the governor or whatever, the board, of, I've got to clean house because who is running the Pac-12 to even get it to this point if we are going to lose two universities that's going to cost us this type of money? They should have been taking care of them better. Oh, it's 9.30 at night. Nobody's watching those games unless they're degenerates. Or they live on the West Coast. Like that attitude, and we've talked about that for years on this show, how bad the Pac-12 has handled. They've been very quiet, and all of a sudden, this I just said that on Tuesday, and now this news comes out with this. I mean, I, I, they're, they're going to get what they want. The Pac-12 is going to have to get together possibly with the Big 12 or pretty much put their focuses into whatever whatever they got to do. The Pac-12 is an ICU, ICU unit, period. And I don't know who's coming to save them. It's USC and UCLA. Arizona, I mean, I love Herm Edwards, Arizona State. I mean, that doesn't really move the needle. Oregon. Oregon just... Yeah, make a move. I mean, Oregon... Look. Thank God for Phil Knight. I mean, I just think Oregon has captivated a certain generation. A younger generation than me. They got all the uniforms, five or six different uniforms. It's a Nike school. And trust me, that helps in recruiting. But when it really comes down to like the Big Ten or the SEC fighting on the steel Oregon, I don't think so. Because they're looking at feeling like, like, hey, man, we're already in Nike school anyway. Alabama looking like, man, I got Nike's apparel. What? No. That, that to me, I'm not going there with Oregon. Or they, Big Ten and the SEC ain't going to fight over Oregon. They're going to be there with scraps just like everybody else, in my opinion. But this, I mean, when you talk about $7 billion for a TV network deal that are the three major network players in sports, that's a boss move for the Big Ten. They tired of hearing the SEC and all this kind of stuff. Go win the trophy then. Because <laughs> y'all can talk about top heavy. You can talk about whatever. The SEC, they, re, they, they raise trophies. It ain't just Bama either. If they don't Georgia. win it, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, the, the streak is there. Okay? What is the, I mean, is it Jimbo Fisher and Jameis Winston, A.K. Crablays? Is that the last non-SEC team to win a championship? Or excuse me, I'm sorry, Clemson, ACC, done it twice. So there you go. But for the most part, the SEC has pretty much dominated. Big 12 is going to be interesting. Like I said, Waco, you know, I know we're on in Waco now, but I've been, this ain't trying to suck up or nothing. I've been saying Baylor is, and I don't even consider it the surprise team. Hell, they got number 10 in the AP. I really think that that I can't wait that. And I don't really know what kind of team BYU is bringing back, but that, that particular matchup on September the 10th, I think it is day before week one in the NFL emotional day starting on September 11th. But that game going down to BYU is not going to be easy. And then plus on top of that, you look at the injuries of two starters at Texas, the University of Texas has suffered. Um, you know, that Big 12, I think, and, and again, the unknown is OU. 
I mean, you know, they're starting with a little controversy as well, too. That's not enough. They've got a defensive-minded coach, too, for an offense. Is what's been known as an offensive-minded school. But anyway, man, all right, that is a wrap for today. All right, special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett, spinning the one and twos. All right, San Antonio, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people working down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the snooze button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow.